to how to add out with joy and for the first time in a while i am recording in my kitchen and it's not 11 p.m at night there are no fans running and i'm having my dinner so you may hear some plates moving while i record um yeah many thoughts today many thoughts Many thoughts for the last few weeks. It's been a tumultuous time. I like using that word recently. Um, so meaning it's been a wild time. Um, I actually called up my psychologist today uh, through telehealth because I haven't found a, a psychologist in Melbourne. Um, and yeah, one of the things I brought up with her and like has been the theme of many, many some of my episodes is how I don't want to be a pharmacist, I want a career change, but there are just limiting factors to, I guess, um, I'm not, as some, many people, as a lot of people aren't, we're, I'm not born into a rich family, I don't have the financial security of having the bank of mom and dad to rely on, so I don't have rich family to back me up if so that I can do whatever I want. So um, basically, I need to support myself. Um, I live on my own. I live... Um, that was someone's... <laughs> just having some cutie mayonnaise. Um, I live on my own in a different state to my family. I just can't easily pack up everything and move home. I mean, it's not impossible, but I do have to pay bills. I have a mortgage. Um, I have adult responsibilities. Um, so it's not as easy as before, like when you were like 22, like, or when did I get my job, first job in the pharmacy as a pharmacy student? My first job as a pharmacy student, I hated it and I quit after one year because my boss was shit. Um, I didn't get to do anything pharmacy related. I was literally hired as a pharmacy student and I was working at the till the whole time. I didn't feel like I got any opportunities to learn, so didn't like it. I I quit my job as a um in a cafe. I had worked at the cafe since I was like seventeen. I've been there for like three years. I quit my job there to work at the pharmacy, um, and I hate it. And yeah, I quit. And the reason why I could quit was because I still lived at home. I was still studying full time. It was just like a like you know additional income for myself. Just want. You know, I didn't have to pay rent. I just, you know, used it to pay for my own stuff that I wanted to buy. But it's not like I couldn't survive without it. I still had youth allowance um, from the government. I had government support. I live with my family. Yeah, well, now I have none of that. <laughs> I just have to rely on my own with no government support. Um, and when you rely on your own with, like and you're like single, you're paying the mortgage all on your own. It's like a lot of things to consider, I guess. And um, it's lucky I don't have any kids. I don't have any pets that rely on me, except for a turtle back in Adelaide. But um, uh, I guess it's just harder to change jobs now. I'm just thinking, I mean, it's not like, I mean, either way, like they might not. So my contract is ending at the end of June. Like they might not hire me. Like. I have to sit through another interview if I want to extend my contract. I mean, like, I don't, so far, like, it's only been, like, week two. I don't like my current job. 
Uh, I've rotated to the new hospital. As I said in my last episode, I don't like it at all. I My first impressions of the place is that it's extremely short-staffed. There's too much work to do. It's extremely unorganized. Um, I just hate it. I don't like it. I'm stressed. I just have bad vibes of uh, PTSD of when, you know small workplaces where people hate each other, people bullied me. Um, I know it's not the same, but I just get PTSD and then like that trauma, it just comes back. And when that trauma comes back, I just feel people judge me and I don't want to be judged. I feel very anxious in settings where it reminds me of what happens have, has happened in the past. So um, I just feel like I've lost my motivation for pharmacy and I feel like it's a lot of it is burnout. A lot of it is my own mental health not being looked after like today I've had a day off and tomorrow which I'm really am grateful that they've allowed me to have this day off even though I know that they're really short staff like I couldn't help myself I did try to like mute all the apps but I I did check <laughs> I went in, in and had a look and I was like oh my god they're so short staffed um but do I feel guilty no because they threw me in there I mean it's, it's beyond their control like I am not blaming anyone except for the government for, I don't know, actually, I don't even know if it's the government's fault, for the organisation for being shit and, like, not providing us with proper handovers. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I just, I just don't know. Like, the whole pharmacy organisation, I just, fuck it all. Like, I hate it all. Like, and I feel like I everything I say is through a filter. Like, I'm just worried, like, I just noticed like a lot of things that people ask me, I automatically filter it like like I've learnt not to reveal too much about myself in a way. And I don't know when it started or I think I know when it started. I think it was maybe when someone might have called me unprofessional. Uh but I can't remember when it was, probably one of my pharmacy jobs. Maybe in my um, first or maybe my second pharmacy job, someone might have just said something about me not being professional. I'm not sure. But like ever since that, I've always been like trying to keep my personal life and work life separate. Um, and I guess it just means that I put up a wall like... Um, I don't even know what I'm rambling about, but in the granite essence of this sort of episode, I just want to discuss how, like, it is possible to have, you know, like, a good job and what society may view as a stable, what seemed like a well-paying job, but you can still be as broke as fuck and poor as fuck and people don't understand and they're like, why don't you go out and have fun? Why don't you go on holiday? Why don't you eat out? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you get a pet? But what's happening in Australia is with the mortgage rates going up and, you know, with my wage, like as a healthcare worker in the public system, where our wages just don't go up, like they may increase a little bit, tiny bit every year, like index, but not according to inflation. Like, it nowhere matches what 
is going up with our mortgage rates and like I can't afford to do a lot of things that I possibly could have done last year like for example training every week I can't afford that anymore that's like $80 a week if is what I was doing I can't afford that anymore like my mortgage is going up by 100 a month it's gone up by $800 since August last year um and yeah just like the price of like electricity um just petrol prices and you know like paying um fees to my doctors like my gp started charging a gap so i've been seeing him less because every time i go there's like a 30 dollar gap or a 60 dollar 70 dollar gap whatever um and my psychologist gaps are like 200 dollars psychiatrist gaps are like 250 um everything is going up and like you know what's not going up yeah my salary and even just to survive as a human like there are so many costs like you know if you own a car to get to work you've got like the insurance for the car even if it's not for your own car which i don't even have like comprehensive you gotta get like third-party insurance in case you crash into a tesla like you want to make sure that you can afford to like fix their car because um, you're screwed if you if you crash into their car and their car gets injured um, and hurt but, and you got to be able to pay. So, and then there's like, you know, health insurance, like, you know, if you've got glasses, like I have glasses and, you know, um, I've had braces um and you need like regular checks checkups for that and i've got life insurance in case i die like um so that someone can pay off the mortgage like the life insurance can pay off the mortgage um i didn't realize i had life insurance so that's the one good thing that my mortgage broker that i thought it was bad accidentally sold which i thought was to help just for the mortgage apparently it was actually life insurance and i tried to like get out of it and that's when I found out I had life insurance so yeah good thing I tried to get out of the life insurance um and that's when I found out I had it um so yeah life there's life insurance there's like as pharmacists we have indemnity insurance so I gotta pay that every month to make sure that if I make a mistake at work that I'm covered and then there's like fees for like joining a professional association so that um, I can get my CPD points. And I just joined a seminar, which cost me like $400 on the weekend um, so that you can continue to hold your license. And don't get me quoted on the cost of the license renewal every year. It costs a freaking lot just to be a healthcare professional and to continue to be one. And you don't make a lot of money from it. And um I don't know what are all the benefits of being a health care professional. And a lot of people say, like, it makes you feel good. But if it makes you feel so good, why do I feel so shit? Like, and that makes me question, do I still really want to be one? If it makes me feel so shit, I mean, for the little bit of good that it makes me feel that I'm helping someone, why do I feel so shit? Like, personally, like, it's not making me a lot of money. It's, like the lack of money that it brings in is causing me a lot of stress. 
And the amount of overtime that I do, like, my new work place is so far. It costed me a lot of petrol to get there. And I had to stay back every day, like, one or two hours. Some days I can barely have lunch. Um, and, they, and then they expect you to, like, take around students when I barely don't know what I'm doing. And then you got to cover other people's lunches. Um, and then, you, like, recently I had to do on-call. And you have to do weekends. Like, the weekends I don't mind so much, but you don't have your weekends. Um... But the money is good. So basically, like, work is your life. And when work isn't going so good, I guess that's why I've been feeling, like, really sad. And um, I guess, like, it's hard for people to tell if, like... Because when you... I guess if I don't see my friends very often, like, it's... I mean, if I catch up with a video call, I'm not going to show my sad self to my friend. Like, I mean, I'm able to talk about it, but I also get very upset about it. Um, so, so, what I'm saying is like, like, is it like a, uh, like a modern day poverty is where the new type of beggar isn't just the one that is standing on the side of the street with the please donate money here. The new type of beggar is the one sitting in their house and which they also want to beg for money, but they feel like it's too embarrassing to ask for money. And it's hard to ask your parents for money because you know that they also aren't working and you're the one, like, working every day. So where is all your money going? Your, your money is going into the house, the mortgage, all the insurances, and all the shit. And, like, you're not saving any money. Oh. And, yeah, I guess this is the modern-day poverty, is where, like, you could be making... So what I'm making is supposed to be 94k a year, but what I'm seeing going to my bank is like nothing. Like after I take away all the expenses, paying off the credit card, paying off the grocery, the groceries are going up. Everything is going up. Literally, my bank account hasn't increased for like the last eight months. Last, whenever I bought the house. Like, my bank account hasn't moved. <laughs> like, I haven't saved any money. That's the really sad thing. So, that's the modern day poverty. And it's like, it doesn't look like you're struggling, but you are. Um... And what that means is, like, when people go out to eat, like, you just can't go. And people, it's hard to say no, like, like, sometimes I still do, but sometimes when they go to very expensive places, you just don't want to go because it's so expensive. But luckily, I don't have many friends, so it's all right. But, um, that's society, isn't it? 
when you say that you can't afford it, people will be doing things like, oh, no, I'll pay for you. And you don't want that either. So you don't want people to know that you're poor. Because it's not like you can't afford it. It's just that you don't want to spend money on it. It's such a hard topic. Um, and I feel like a lot more people would maybe feel the same boat if they... And I know some of my friends feel the same way, so this is, I guess, the good way that we can bond about it. Because I, I didn't know exactly how she felt because she got a house before me until I got a house. And then I understood how she felt. Um, so only until the mortgage rates got higher and higher did I realize, oh, this is what she meant. At the start, the mortgage was actually alright. It was okay. I think I was only paying like 1600 a week. Not a week, a month. And now it's gone up to almost 2500 And I'm like, that's more than half of my pay that I take home each month. So, what... What I guess I will have to do from here is like really go through my budget and see like what can I cut back on. Like I feel like, so my psychologist is like, what do you spend your most of your money on? And honestly, like my discretionary spending, like the first thing that came to mind was probably food. And I said like, oh, probably like takeaway, like Uber Eats. But honestly, I've only used Uber Eats like once in the last couple of months. Like, I was sick last week and I had to re-download both Uber Eats and um, DoorDash. So I've been pretty good. But I've been, I guess, eating, like, sometimes, like, when I do groceries, like, um, I would eat out with my friend um, instead of cooking. Um, it's just really easy to do because I don't feel like cooking. So I guess that's maybe where some of my money has gone. And when I'm feeling sick, I can't cook, so I'll just eat out or take away. Um, I haven't been to like a lot of fancy restaurants, but I reckon a lot of my money has just been going to buying groceries and probably wasting it because I haven't cooked. Um, so I think that's where a lot of my money has gone. So I think like being more smart with groceries that won't perish so fast is a good idea. I mean, it's not as healthy, but like maybe like frozen foods is maybe better idea for me because I never know when I'm going to be sick. And once I get sick, I can't eat anything and I have to throw it away. Um, and I can't cook as well because I'm just so sick. There's no way of me cooking the food if I can't even eat it. And yeah, she asked me like, can your parents help you? I like I said, I don't really want to ask my parents to help me um, when I know they don't even earn any income themselves, like aside from like maybe some Centrelink. And I've been trying to talk to the mortgage broker about refinancing, but I'm not sure if it's a good option because like refinancing means that I'll have a bigger, maybe a bigger loan for a longer period of time. But it might mean that the repayments might be smaller, which might make it a little bit more easier. 
there will be a bit of a cashback, but in the long term, you'll end up playing more. So it's a catch-22. So I'm not sure, but... But I know that, like, you know, not doing anything, like I said in my like, other podcast, is not good either. Like, paying a lot of interest is not nice um, when your loan is so big. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk about is being the modern day poor person. Um... But yeah, people don't really understand why you can't do certain things. Um, why is it so hard for you to even just enjoy things that other people can? Because maybe they still live at home or maybe they share a mortgage with someone else for two income. And yeah, um... Not everyone just feels super comfortable living with other people. Like for me, um, the only time I've shared a house with someone was that was not my family was when I was in Japan. And that was a different type of share house where like it was like all uni students, like this is when I was in uni. Um, and I didn't have to clean the toilets. Like it, they had someone clean cleaning the bathrooms like so everyone had their own rooms and and each room had like a small fridge um had a wardrobe bed a desk alexa stop the timer sorry about that i'm sending a timer because i'm going to badminton later um and so we had a desk um and yeah like every little room and aircon and then we shared the bathrooms and the showers on each floor. Um, no, the, the bathrooms were on the first floor, I think, and the toilets and stuff were on each floor, and it was, like, girls and guys were on separate levels. Um, and, yeah, everyone had their own room, and it was locked. Everyone had their own key. Um, and literally, I just lived out of that room, and that room was, like, my life. My suitcase was in there. I, like, pinned posters all over my wall. I think I had a window, but I never opened it. Um, and yeah, so it was like kind of my own room. And then like we had like a living room, living space, and shared kitchen downstairs. But people were hired to like clean the common area. I think like you clean up your own shit um, and that's it. Like you had your own, but like, yeah, you didn't really have to like deal with like cleaning rosters or like stuff like that. Um, you're doing space you had your own fridge, I think, in your room. But, like, if you wanted more space in the fridge, you had to pay for it. So it wasn't, like... That was the only share house experience I've kind of had in, like, hostels and stuff. But I've never really shared, like, a rental where, like, I've just lived with, like, one person. I mean, I think it would be different if I knew the person. Um, I think it would be okay. Like, it would be a bit weird at the start. Um... If I knew the person, I think it would be okay. But if it was a complete stranger, I'll feel a bit uncomfortable. Like, can I trust them? Like, will they steal my passport? 
will they steal my stuff? Like, will they look through my stuff? I mean, it's not like I have a lot of expensive stuff, but, um, and I guess like, would I have to buy them furniture and shit? Would they do dodgy stuff in my house? Like, I, I don't know if people worry about this stuff. Um, I mean, I definitely wouldn't want a male. I don't know why, but I feel like males would just be more dirty. And like, what about cleaning and stuff? Do I have to clean up them? I mean, I feel like my house is already so dirty. I feel ashamed, like, having people, like, stay here. It's different if they're, like, my friends and they're just staying here for a short time. But if someone's paying me, I feel, like, a little bit different. But I don't know about people's thoughts. I'm always, like, amazed at how people can share, like, houses and stuff with people. I've only got one bathroom, so it's a bit different. It's a bit different if you have your own bathroom. I wish I had two bathrooms. It would be a lot easier to rent out. Um, and I'd be more comfortable if they had their own bathroom. They just clean their own bathroom. But in this case, we'll be sharing one. And it would be like, my shit is everywhere already. So I don't know. Um, so yeah, maybe that could be another podcast for another time. I don't even know how you can go out to like, like rent out one room. Yeah, ideally, I would rent out the whole place and then I don't have to deal with living with them. But then I don't know where I'd live. Maybe I should move out and live and, and uh, rent a room at my friend's house. <laughs> don't know. Anyway, I'm going to look at credit cards because I'm not sure if I can even qualify for another credit card. But um, April is usually the time where my old credit card... Um, is due for renewal um, so I have to look and see if there's any good deals to swap over to a new one when it's up for renewal you usually have to pay like another annual fee and there might not be any bonus points and stuff so I normally like stop that credit card and start another one if I can but with a mortgage I'm not sure how that works so I have to look into it and it's really really painful because I have to change all of my direct debits and shit Sometimes it might have, it's too hard, maybe I'll just pay the fee. Um, but yeah, another thing that I have to do every year. But it is also fun because getting bonus points means you can maybe get flights and shit. Hmm. So maybe I'll do an episode on credit cards. Alright, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.